take our text tonight from Matthew chapter 6, verse 31 and 32. That's Matthew chapter 6, 31 and 32. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? drink? Or what or where with all shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. This part of the Sermon on the Mount preached by Jesus. As I uh, you know, ponder in this time of season, a lot of time uh, we think about our needs or what we want. A lot of time, it kind of intertwine or get confused what we need or what we want is we think we need. I think uh, I learned a while back doing that door-to-door thing. They taught us that, hey, do you really need that cheeseburger? I mean, you got your peanut and butter, peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch and for dinner six days a week. So when you see McDonald, do you really need that 89 cents cheeseburger? I do, but I can't afford it. So, um, so, but, uh, so I, I learned from there on, you know, do, do I really need something or do I really want it? So tonight, with the Lord's help, you know, needs. What are needs? And from just basic experience too, uh, needs are things that a person require to survive. There's four basic needs, food, water, clothing, and shelter. So if we don't have these things for a prolonged period of time, we cease to exist. Our body can't function. Sleep is not one of the four basic things. So so those need. Now, as when we, uh, I realized too, just thinking back when I was uh, studying this and praying about this, when we were younger, when we were uh, trying to escape from the Khmer Rouge, you know, most of the time we have one of these four provided or have available. Not probably a lot of time, not all at the same time. I mean, there's time we go a couple of days without food. There's time we go a day or two, three days without water. And sometimes we go without shelter. But as long as we have those needs within the weeks or, or so, here I am. Thank the Lord for that, right? So... But, you know, my God shall provide, supply all my need according to the riches in, uh, in glory by Christ Jesus. So that is needs, the four basic needs that we need to, to live to survive. What about what's wants? Well, wants are things that a person would like to have but does not need uh, to survive. What are some wants? Luxury items. Entertainment travels, you know, again, cheeseburger versus peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So tonight, uh, I'd like to talk about some spiritual needs and spiritual wants. What are some spiritual needs that uh, we need in our lives? But I came with four basic ones. I'm sure there's a whole lot more. But the first one that we need, first and foremost, is forgiveness. Right. Why do we need forgiveness? Why do we need salvation? 
while Romans 3.23 said, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We need to be healed. We need to be saved. Because long, long time ago, the first man, because he wants something more than what he need, he disobey God's command. And since then, we have been paying for the price for it. But thank God that he was so kind and loving enough that he provided a way out for us, that provided that ultimate sacrifice, and that sacrifice is Jesus Christ. And so since then on, well, we learn we need to reconnect, build the relationship back up. Again, when I was thinking this part too, uh, how, how do I relate to this having a good relationship you know, with the father, son, or children? I was just thinking, you know, even every day now with the twins, every time I come home, you know, they would run to me and try to hug me or get onto me now that they're walking and stuff like that. But I know from experience, as they grow older, because I have older kids too, when I come home, they probably don't even come to greet me. They probably don't even know I'm there. So, but that's what it is. Our relationship with God, I mean, when we, we need forgiveness because we need to have a healthy relationship with God, then we need to greet and talk to God every day. Because again, there was once a perfect time where man and God walking side by side, having conversation, having perfect relationship. But because of sin, because of disobedience, we don't have that anymore. But we can still have that through Jesus Christ. Okay, so again, because Adam wanted something more than God provided, he, uh, what God, what he needed, he had to step away and try to do something else himself. That's why the relationship became severed. So forgiveness is one of the spiritual needs. Hope is another one. Hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Uh, the confident ex- expectation of longing for the promise of blessing. You know, Romans fifteen thirteen. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Now hope is just not a wishful thinking. Uh, I think a lot of time in the world we, we use hope as in, well, I hope something good will happen. I hope we get good grade. I hope we get a promotion. I hope we get a good job. I hope we meet the right person. But as a follower of Jesus Christ, our hope is in God. Our hope is a believe that God will come through. Hope has to, uh, our hope has to have a solid foundation and hope show the presence of the spirits of God in our life. God is the God of hope and God is hope. You know, our hope is rooted in God himself and it comes from him. Uh, you know, as follow of Jesus Christ, God is the foundation of that. And this hope, this hope is this, what distinguish us from what is out there, from what is the world, because our hope is rooted in Jesus Christ and not in anything else. Then our greatest hope is that Jesus Christ will return again someday. Could be soon. Oh, we, we all know it's going to be soon. We don't know when, but that is our greatest hope. And uh, the next hope is that when he comes back to take us home, that we have eternal life with him. So that is... Um, 
the hope that we have. Again, it's a whole lot different than what hope is out there, what the world uh, wants you to think what hope is. And another one, spiritual need, joy. You know, joy is a fruit of the Spirit. It is a lasting emotion that comes from the choice to trust that God will fulfill His promises. You know, it's more than a happy feeling. Uh, there's the difference between joy and happiness. Happiness is circumstantial. Happiness is when you get good grade, you get woohoo, thank the Lord, right? Or happiness is when you get a good job or do this. Again, it's all circumstantial. It's predicated on what happened to you, so that's what happiness is. But joy is different than that. Joy, joy is a choice. Now, I found um, this definition. I read through a lot about joy, and um, it says, Joy is choosing to respond to external circumstances with inner contentment and satisfaction because we know that God will use these experiences to accomplish His work in and through us, through our life. I like that. It is. So, joy. It doesn't matter you know, if you lose that sleep, you can't get the good grade, you don't think you do well, but you still choose to have joy because we have confidence that God will use that situation no matter how bad or how good it is for His glory. And to use that as a witness to those around you so they can come to know you. Because, again, and uh, joy is a, a choice. In James 1, 2, he said, well, James tell us that, hey, we have to choose joy when we face all types of certain situation, all types of situation. Again, like I said, bad, good, worse. You know, we have a lot of, uh, uh, in the prayer room, a lot of people that need a lot of healing touch, a lot of, you know, financial help, all kinds of situations, not a lot, family, friends that need to be saved. But we need to know that God is in control. Again, joy is a choice and God is the source of our joy, God alone can produce that joy in our lives. Yeah. And um, Psalms 34, 8, 9, O taste and see what the Lord is, that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. O fear the Lord, ye his saint, for there is no want to them that fear him. Right. So, one more. Peace. Now, there's a lot of kind of different pieces. Peace. There's uh, inner peace, peace with man. There's false peace. And, of course, there's uh, peace with God. And that is uh, the ultimate peace that we should seek tonight. And so peace is knowing that God is in control in everything. So that's what peace is. Again, when we talk or when people teach you out there, try to say, you know, peace is not just the absence of war or noises or in our house, somebody yell, get the twin, she's going to fall off the bed. Everybody's yelling and nobody's jumping up to go, you know, do anything about it. So that's not, you know, peace. But peace is not the absence of any of that. But peace comes from God and God alone. You know, Colossians 3.15, and let the peace of God rule in your heart to all to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Again, 
Of course, there's false peace. You know, think that you, again, temporal peace, think that you might get for a moment, but then realize that you don't have enough of it, that you need something else, something greater that only God can provide. Um, and uh, the only peace that we should seek is the, the Prince of Peace, because that is the only peace that will give you hope and joy. He is the only one that can give you peace that passes all understanding. And Isaiah 26.3 says, you know, he will give you peace if you trust in him. He knows your thought. He knows your way. And he will give you that peace. So those are the, the four um, spiritual needs that I think we need, especially this time and this season now. Uh, we all need forgiveness. We all need salvation. We all need hope. We all need joy. And we all need peace. But what about our spiritual wants? You know, when they come to temporal things, physical need and stuff like that, our, our need and our wants a lot, a lot of times shouldn't align. It should kind of, uh, again, do I really need this or do I want this? But when it comes to spiritual needs and spiritual want, it should align. It should go hand in hand because what you want is what you need from God. We want uh, to better understand God because then he will provide for our, our needs. And that those needs can only come from Jesus Christ. Let me uh, in, see in closing, I'd like to close with this thought. Again, well, Psalm 37, 4, delight thyself in the Lord and he shall give you the desire of thy heart. When we want more than what God provides, we begin to step away from where God needs us to be. Just think about that. If we want more than what God give us, provide for us in our life now, we're going to go seek something else, something we might think it's greater, something that might be greener on the other side. But then you might be stepping away from where God needs us to be, which is a lot of time is in his peace, in his presence. Matthew 6.33, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We need forgiveness. We need hope. We need joy and peace because it is the direct re reflection of what uh, God is in our lives. So tonight, what are your needs? What are your spiritual needs? What are your spiritual wants? Do you want to draw closer to God? Do you have that uh, salvation? Do you have that hope? Do you have that peace? Do you have your, that joy in your life? If not, God can give it to you. He, he'd be willing to give it to you. You just need to come and ask him and come and seek him. That, so that way you can be a light for him as you walk with him day by day. Uh, so why don't we come and pray? And may God bless you. And Song of Invitation is 234.